This episode of Aaron's Opinion is proudly brought to you by PodcastStartupCourse.com. Hey everybody, Aaron here. You know, are you kind of at home listening to my podcast wishing that there was a way for you to start your own? Well, as a matter of fact, there is. Josh at PodcastStartupCourse.com would love to have you in his classes, his video classes, all about the essentials from choosing the right microphone to launching and hosting your podcast to your audience, distribution, everything. They've got you covered. PodcastStartupCourse.com. By the way, even better than that, listeners of Aaron's Opinion get 10% off just by using the promo code Aaron. 10% off promo code Aaron. That's A-A-R-O-N. Thanks so much, everybody. And now, back to the episode. Welcome back to another exciting episode of Aaron's Opinion, the podcast for blind people where we talk about critical issues in the blindness community. I'm Aaron Richmond. Hey, how's everybody doing tonight? I'm doing all right. Tonight's episode, like all others, is copywritten by me, Aaron Richmond, and Aaron's Opinion. Thank you. This podcast can be heard right here on YouTube, where most of you watch, along with listening to us on iTunes, Spotify, you name it, we're probably there. Don't forget, follow us on Facebook, Follow us on Twitter, follow us and comment below right here on YouTube, and even consider becoming a patron on my Patreon page. I would appreciate the support. It's really important for podcasters to boost posts on Facebook. And as a matter of fact, this podcaster right here on the other side of the microphone, WNY Johnny, he did just that. He boosted his post on Facebook and uh, I asked him if he could join us and he certainly would like to join us this evening. So we're glad to have him. WNY Johnny, you're, you are on Aaron's Opinion. Go for it from the top. I, you know, usually if my guest happens to be blind or if they happen to have a disability, I start by talking about that. But in this case, let's jump more to where you are today and we'll j open up cans of worms as we can along the road. So how did you get into podcasting? Let's start there. Go ahead. Oh, how I got into podcasting? Um, probably, well, first and foremost, thank you for having me here, Aaron. I, I'm excited to be here. My pleasure. Thanks oh for man, it, it's a nice wrap up to a long weekend. Uh, it's Sunday. It's a nice uh, beginning to the work weekend, so I can go into the work weekend feeling very motivated. After I'm glad. Yeah. So this is a good. This is good for me. This is. It feel. This feel healthy. This feels healthy. Well, that's. I'm. I, I really appreciate that because one of the reasons why I started Aaron's opinion was to help others and to just help one person feel better. So, guys, if we, if I can help Johnny feel better, W. Uh, Johnny from WNY, Western New York. Oh, by the way, no affiliation with the news station. You just have to clarify. Yeah, no if affiliation. We, if we can make, <laughs> if we can make, if we can make all you Johnnies from from New York or New Mexico <laughs> feel good, well, then this is a success, right? All yeah, right. Yeah. Right. They, they could chill out. <laughs> so uh, I, I really got into podcasting. I knew podcasts were around. I, um, I could say I really got into it about 2018. About 2018, I was working security at a bank downtown here in Rochester. Um, it was a, a local credit union, and I was working for a security company. So I'm working downtown. I'm sitting post, and I, I was actually luckily, lucky and fortunate uh, to have the luxury of listening to uh, my headset while working and sitting post. Uh, most security guards don't get that luxury. Uh, most security guards, when they get to a post, they're strict post orders and you have to abide by them and satisfy uh, the customer. Um, but 
the branch manager at the bank where I was working security. He was very laid back. He was very, uh, he didn't micromanage. He was a very uh, respectable individual. And he said, hey, I know it's a very boring job, but um, you know, one ear up, one, one earbud in, one earbud out. And uh, you know, as long as you watch the bank, don't leave your post, you can listen to music, yada, yada. So he jumped right to music. He just assuming, hey, young black guy, you know, music, he'll be okay. Uh, but, um, you know, and I did listen to my music. I'm an avid hip hop listener, but um, I began listening to podcasts. So, you know, I began listening to uh, a lot of black artists, a lot of black podcasters, because, you know, artists, hip hoppers, um, they have their podcasts as well. So I listened to podcasts such as Small Doses by Amanda Sills, uh, The Breakfast Club, um, the Joe Budden podcast, uh, or people of color. So, you know, it went from me just listening to it on a day by day basis. I'm interacting with the customers coming into the bank at the same time, watching my post, you know, pressing pause, pressing play on my headset, just back and forth going between podcasts and going back and forth between conversations that I was actually having with the customers that was coming into the bank uh, to do their business. Um, so it went from being a fan to it actually being something that got me through my workday listening to podcasts. Then it, got, then it got to the point where I said, hey, you know what? I have the equipment. I love to create. Uh, once upon a time ago, I was a, a hip hop uh, artist, if you will, or a, an aspiring hip hop artist. Didn't get too far in it, uh, but I still like to write and record. So I always had the equipment. So I said, hey, I already have the equipment. I might as well just start doing podcasts. I, I have a lot of these thoughts rambling around in my mind. Sometimes I'll just sit there at post, you know, and not speak to anyone and just listen to podcasts for minutes or actually just sit there and think of my, of my own thoughts for minutes, just in between transactions, like customers coming back and forth, if that answers your question. That's it. cool. You know, and this is why the art of podcasting is so fascinating because you can hear so many different interesting ways and interesting stories. Again, how podcasting helps one person, you know, it helped you to get through a job, probably a monotonous job. Um, I have interviewed everybody on this podcast. And when I mean everybody, I've had actors, I've had models, I've had, I've even had a prison guard. Um, and after my episode where I interviewed a, a retired prison guard, I, mark, I marked my content as explicit, you know. After you start talking about this stuff with a, with a retired prison guard that goes on in prisons, yeah, that's not kid, that's, that's where it just doesn't get kid friendly anymore. So then from there, I thought, you know, I thought, wow, this, this, is, gonna, this is gonna get really interesting. So I've heard it all, but really try to shock me. What was the most unusual experience you had as a security guard at this particular bank? Did you have any, got, gotta ask, did you have any action? Uh, uh, every day, every week, every month was an adventure. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, so I was right in the heart, I was in, right in the heart of downtown, uh, down the street from the school district, uh, around the corner from uh, corner stores, around, the, it's just a very vibrant area. Um, you get a little bit of everybody, professional people, uh, the homeless people. Uh, so uh, I, I had situations to where I had to deal with escalated and irate customers. Uh, you would say strange story. I had a strange story of, of a guy actually 
<laughs> okay, now I've I've heard it. I've heard it all. So it's it's. I trust me. I I, I can handle it. We can handle this, guys. Okay, right. so. Right. Is 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 there a rating on your show? I don't want to. I don't want to disrespect with any vulgar content. Is there a rating? Is is I don't want to. No, but no, but I'm 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 not gonna I'm not going to allow your freedom of speech to to intimidate my 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 rating. So go 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 right ahead. I this dude took a shit in the back of the bank. Oh, we've heard it all. Are are, are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? But I but I understood his frustration. Wait wait a minute. Okay. Okay, now now I'm scared. Okay, do you, do you do you hear yourself? Yeah. So, so you just said okay. Yeah. What's just, that? Ju ju just to replay the sentences you just said. Okay. Yeah. You said a guy came into the bank and took a shit. Yep. In the and back of the bank. In the back of the building though of the bank. Oh yeah. well, well, holy moly! It, it makes all it really. I didn't know it smelled better if it was in the front. <laughs> it makes it makes all the difference in the world if someone takes a shit in the front. It's all. Oh, good. It's all shitty. Well, good heavens, good heavens, Ulala. But the scariest <laughs> thing of all, the scariest thing of all is that you defend this guy? Yes, I do. I okay, do. I'm, I'm fascinated. Okay, educate me. Okay. I, am, I am fascinated. How can you possibly defend someone like that? But okay. Ah, okay, check this out. Um, and, okay. So, it just, I guess by just social standards, it, this is going to sound real crazy. By social standards, I, I agree <laughs> with them. <laughs> <laughs> wait a minute wait a minute yes. okay okay yeah. okay you were you were employed yep. by the bank to protect the bank yeah the guy comes in takes his shit all over the floor you agree yeah. with the guy not to mention <laughs> when questioned by fellow journalist and podcaster yeah. you say it's just about social standards is that's okay i didn't yeah. know it was okay to take a shit in the bank yeah the back <laughs> of the bank the back of the bank Aaron. the back to be specific <laughs> check it though check it check it Okay, so where, how, how, how is this socially okay? okay? Please tell me. Here's this credit union that's in, and I, I, love, I love this bank. This bank has rewarded me. This, word has, this bank has said great things about me. This, this bank has praised my name to the point where it landed me a promotion to become supervisor of the security company that I was employed for. So I don't, in, in no shape or form, am I saying anything bad about this bank. Uh, this credit union, because you know there's a difference. Some people just, you know, they, some people say it's credit union, some people say there's a bank. So, um, so right in the heart of downtown Rochester, most of the patrons that came through that bank were African American. Uh, second to that uh, demographic, Hispanic, and then less a few far between the white folks, and then. So inside this bank, there's no public restroom. There's no public restroom. What? Are you kidding me? No public restroom for the handicapped. No public restroom for the elderly. No public restroom for the young. No public restroom for anyone. For anyone. So, uh, and, and then there's been periods where transactions have been slow, business has been slow, lines has been backed up and people become impatient. So as a security guard, there's many times I heard complaints of people saying, hey, you guys don't have a bathroom? Where's the bathroom? There's been many times uh, people having a hard time getting inside the bank with wheelchairs and crutches. They'll get inside the bank, wait to be seen. And then they'll, I'll be outside, maybe I post, they'll work their way to come back outside to ask me, hey, sir, everyone else is busy. 
I'm looking for a bathroom. Is there a bathroom? So this, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I'm getting the, you know, the complaints, but there's no public bathroom. So, you know, you come to this bank, you get this bank your money, you do business with this bank, you trust them with your money, but they don't have a public bathroom for you. So this patron, time and time again, and this was a complaint that went on, like, it was a, it was a normal thing. It was a normal thing. It was a normal thing. Like, it was, it was, you know, if you're the undertaker, if you're an undertaker at a graveyard, you're going to go home with dirty shoes. So me going to this bank as a security guard, I was going to hear the complaint about the bathroom. It was a norm. Um, but only thing I could do was direct people to maybe like the nearest gas station or, you know, the, the nearest public spot I could possibly think of. Uh, so this guy, you know, long time customer, I suppose. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I come out on the break. I'm doing my rounds around the bank. I see him come down from the back and I have my head now like, hey, what you, hey, what's up, bro? How you doing? How you doing? He said, hey, I always acknowledge everyone. I always try to speak to everyone, right? So he goes, he, he gave me a stern, uh, uh, like he looked uneasy in the face. <laughs> <laughs> he looks uneasy. <laughs> Bro, honest to so, goodness. So he did he? Any... So did he? So then, then, then it gets better. So then, then what did he say? No, he doesn't say anything. <laughs> he, he just goes. He books it. He just goes. So I make a round around the bank. I makes my round. Everything is secured around the perimeter. I check the side of the ATM. But I, what I didn't notice is I missed it because as I'm walking back around as where I was coming from, I noticed that sitting on some bricks, it's a stack of bricks, is a steaming pile of human shit. <laughs> and it's on the bricks piled up and it's splattered against the wall with piles of tissue around it. And I said, this motherfucker took a shit in the back of the bank. That's why he didn't want to talk to me, Aaron. That's why he couldn't look me in the eyes. That's why he had that face. Because he took his shit in the back of the bank. You know, I would never do that. <laughs> but if I did, I wouldn't want to talk to the security guard either. <laughs> okay, that guys, we've heard we've heard everything. Okay, now we've covered it all in this podcast. I've I've heard some scary stories. Mm -hmm. That's a creepy one. That's that's very concerning and very interesting. I'm obviously I'm you know really saying you know from the bottom of my heart I'm not I'm not I'm not trying to judge or anything. But what's the real reason? What is is it you know? Is it something, an issues in the neighborhood where maybe they don't feel like they need, I mean, in, in my opinion, it's a, it could maybe be against in violation of some sort of law to not provide a, a toilet or public restroom. I, I do not know that to be factually true. I'm just guessing. It's my opinion. I was under the impression that any public building, any, any public building needed to have a, a toilet. Uh, but I, I could be wrong. In fact, in our WhatsApp group, we have a lawyer. Uh, he's been on my podcast before. I'm a great guy. Um, I, I, will, I, I, would, I would love to know, lawyers out there, um, is there any exception to that law? Because I've never, I've never heard this story before. Um, not to mention, that seems very, very unsafe, you know, like, right. in, so why, why isn't there a bathroom? What's the real, what's the secret about that? Uh, 
Only I, the only thing I could conjure to even think of to maybe justify it on the bank side is, it's because it's, it's a bank. So maybe you don't want anyone else in any other part of the area, you know, inside doing anything. Maybe it could lead to tampering. Maybe it could lead to, you know, just doing, you know, God knows what. That's just me, you know, maybe thinking on this. I side. don't know. I mean, I've never, I mean, I've been but, to very few, I've been to very few banks. Right. And I've never needed, I've never had an urgent need at a bank. So I've never studied the engineering, you know, I, I would be, I would be intrigued to research that if there is some logic to the fact that maybe they, they think if, if you build a toilet, maybe thieves can get in the back of the toilet and then, and then stage a robbery more easily. Right. Maybe but I'm no. watching too much insight, man. No, no, but that's, I, guys, you at home, seriously now, I want to know the answer to that. Is that what the reason is? Is it just a tactic to prevent an armed robbery? Because, you know, I mean, number one, did, did you see an armed robbery? Did you see a bank robbery? Uh, no, never seen a bank robbery. Okay, let me thank just, God. But, but, yes, yes, go, 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 go ahead. Uh -huh. um, but however, though, uh, that, that exact building that the credit union was, um, that small building that the credit union was operating out of, uh, time and time again over years, it was different businesses, you know, it was different banks, it was different <clears throat> office spaces. So it was never originally a bank, you know, however they decided to set it up, you know, it eventually it became a bank, but maybe they never had a, a bathroom originally in the front space where the, you know, the public, you know, did their business. I don't know, but. Well, was it just a really old building? Well, it wasn't really old, they took care. It was up to, up the maintenance, at least I could say for them. Well, actually using the word maintenance in today's standards with ADA and things like that, that probably, again, I'm just giving my opinion that probably would not be into, that probably wouldn't be in maintenance, but I don't, I don't know. Then again, um, I, I don't, I don't give out my, I never give out my location, but I'm somewhere in the States um, or North America, you know, and I, I don't know. I've never, I've never heard of that before. So that might be, oh, that's a weird thing. Yeah. Well, well now, um, okay. So when you podcast, let's get to something a little bit less unsettling than that. When you podcast, um, what, what is your content? Who's your audience? You know, how, how have you found the, the podcast journey from the podcasting side? Right. Um, it's still fairly new. It's still fairly new. Like my, I try to think of hitting maybe possibly three bullets, hip hop, you know, my, my interest, hip hop anime and throwing a little bit of politics or something in the local news, something that may, you know, pertain to my interest, something that connects with the real world. So I try to just include my hobbies and it just a connection still with the real world in some way or fashion, but I'm still fairly new to it. And um, to be honest, I'm actually, I actually catch myself in the balance of feeling like a podcaster slash a blogger. If, you, yeah. know, if, if, you know, if there's a difference, <clears throat> I, I catch myself even getting on the mic right now with my uh my facebook page uh wny johnny uh and then you can go to wnyjohnnypodcast.com but my right now what i call right now my collection the raw tapes uh it's a raw collection of me kind of just perfecting my craft as a podcaster uh even practice if you will it's kind of like the blueprint it's kind of like if you were a hip-hop fan it's kind of like the mixtape before the album so that's why I kind of, I'm kind of using that to, if you will, grow my dedicated base. 
I, I, I love the way you approach it. And you're so right because it's all the same podcasting, journalism, vlogging, blogging. It's all the same because basically we're, we're producing content to be consumed um, in different ways by different people. Mm-hmm. You know, I found on, on my YouTube side here, most of my audience and most of the people you're talking to are outside of the United States. So, you know, it just depends. Whereas on, on the audio side of the podcast, <clears throat> most of those people are based right here in, in, in the States and in North America. So I don't know what causes that, but certain people are attracted to certain things about mm-hmm. certain content, you know? Mm-hmm. Well, let's, let's dig in here with the hip hop. Um, can you sing for me an original that you have? Can I sing for me an original? Yeah, sing for us an original, an original piece of music that you wrote. Oh, geez. Well, <laughs> I, thought, I thought I thought you said I thought you said you 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 wrote music, right? Oh yeah, I used to. That's what that's a life I a life I gave away. I thought I forgot of years ago. <laughs> well, let's years see. Ago. You know what? Well, I love making people's dreams come true. If only if you want to, but you know, I love making dreams come true. If you want to maybe get that dream going again, you know, right here on YouTube, it's not a bad place if you want. You know. Oh man, okay. Uh, geez. Let me think of a little something as I speak into the mic. Cause now that I'm podcasting with Aaron, he has me thinking, right. <laughs> I got a pen in my hand and I'm looking at this notebook. The future's ahead and I'm gonna take a double look. I never look back only when I have to remaster a track. WNY Johnny never lacks. The wall right there, it's a stranger to my back. <laughs> Cause I'm focused. I have knowledge on my mind. Every now and then I might get lost in time, but I promise you the sun gonna shine. These rhymes that I'm spitting right now is a freestyle. There's n- nothing really special, so don't get too wild. It's Aaron and Johnny right here in the States. Two podcasters right before you, destined to be great. <laughs> <laughs> you digging that? <laughs> that was adorable. That's off that, the dome. <laughs> man, that was, that was, see, absolutely perfect. I love that. See, that was so touching. So, so touching. Western New York. But but don't be confused. You are not affiliated with any news networks now. You you aren't you aren't that important. So <laughs> <laughs> I'm greater, Aaron. I'm greater. I'm independent. That's why I'm greater. And I see. I see. The independent creators. We are greater. Oh man. Oh man. You're gonna love my. You're gonna love my WhatsApp group. We have people from all over the world, all the continents. You're gonna get to talk to a huge group of people. You're gonna love that. That's well, cool. you know. So you know, a lot of people are really into the into the anime. Um, you know, what what really pulls you in about about anime? What do you think? Um, I was. Uh, I'm born 1989. So uh, I, you know, most of my years as a kid, I was in the 90s. You know, the 90s, the early 2000s. So. You know, when Pokemon really came in and took over that huge rush, you know, 
that's that's where I was in. Pokemon, Digimon, <clears throat> Yu-Gi-Oh, Pokemon cards, Digimon cards, Yu-Gi-Oh cards, Dragon Ball Z and television. So that 1997, 98, 99, 2000 Cartoon Network era, uh, Toonami little spot. That's me, you know, that's, I'm that group of kids. So uh, Dragon Ball Z, just one of my favorite enemies of all time. Uh, it's a cliche, people will say that's their favorites, but that's my go-to if, if I gotta express my favorite, Dragon Ball Z. You, you're familiar with Dragon Ball Z? I, I was never never a Dragon Ball Z type of guy, never a fan. But I remember, I remember the Pokemon, the Pokemon craze of the mm -hmm. '90s, and 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 the Digimon and the Yu-Gi-Oh. I I remember that. That really, that really was was a, that was that was a culture. That really was. Yeah, yeah, def definitely, definitely. And then all right, you know, I've had a lot of serious, um, a lot of really really thought thought provoking philosophical discussions about society and about politics and about the world. Anything you want to dig into with me about philosophy, politics, your feelings about what's going on in our society, because this is the podcast where you can talk about it. What do you think? Um, <clears throat> hmm. That's such a, a, a loaded question these days. If, am I wrong? If I'm wrong, for saying that let me know right now stop me right in my not tracks. at all not at all you're <laughs> absolutely right as soon as you asked me that my brain said like it went all over the place um i was actually i was actually in a uh in a zoom meeting yesterday my job we had a meeting and they uh they had two questions we went around the group it was about more than two dozen of us they went around the group they asked us two pending questions uh, what are your feelings right now in regards to the coronavirus? That's weird. Yeah. And then the other one was, <clears throat> what are your feelings in regards to the, the social uproar, the racial uproar or the racial tension in the country? And your, your, your response responses, how, how did you, how did you, participate how did you inter how did those are strange those are strange questions yeah. um how did you how did you interpret those as those, those questions i guess mm -hmm. yeah um uh i told them when it came to the coronavirus more so specifically to <clears throat> the vaccine and the yeah. distribution of it uh being a black american i would just concern I, my feeling was of anxiety concern of which communities that vaccine will be distributed to first we all want to believe in a vaccine we all want to make sure everyone's healthy i'm not i'm not in no shape or form saying i'm an anti-vaxxer but what i was just concerned about which was my spine my feeling was anxiety was what community was it going the vaccine was going to be distributed to first so that was how i answered that question um, do, do you want to jump into the other question or you want to break down that one? Well, my, my response would be that the, that the, that the virus is bad. Um, I'm very frustrated about it. As far as the vaccine goes, um, I think the communities that will get it first are the people who are first responders and people who work in the hospitals and people who are at the greatest risk of, of contracting the virus. 
no, you know, that, that's who I think will get it first. And then slowly it will, you know, trickle out to, to all of the, all of the communities in all of the states. It's not a, it certainly will not happen overnight, you know, and I have, I have other concerns about it. We don't know maybe about, I don't know, all sorts of factors about this that we don't know yet. So it, it either way, it's, it's, it's a concerning situation either way, no matter how you look at it. Definitely. I tell you like this, Aaron, man, the hood, we don't want it. We think about vaccines. We think about the, the Tuskegee experiments. We think about African-Americans okay. being injected. Uh, with syphilis. And, that's right. Yeah. yeah we, and when we, did they, I have now I have yes, th that's true. And I, I have heard of that. Um, and what what year did that was that in like the night or the 20th century at some point? When did that happen? I, 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 I'm, I don't know the specific date. But yeah, it is like early like it's like 19. I, I have to Google that. I have to Google. Yeah, that. yeah. Yeah. There, oh, yeah. It, it was weird. It was it was weird where they they told um, they told a, a group of you know a group of African American people that they would be wh what did they tell them they would be injected with I forget but then it turned out to be syphilis yeah you know, long story short yeah we don't want that shit Aaron <laughs> yeah back, so back, well back back to so so I think f philosophically and, and you know and and just as a matter of interest I've never I've never actually had this philosophical uh, you know I've never had this. I guess this this philosophical d debate or or discussion, but I guess certain groups of people, you know, wh whether you're you know whether you're whether you're you know a black guy like you or a white you know a white mm -hmm. Polish guy like me, mm -hmm. I guess certain groups of people would have a different perception of of the concept of of, of vaccination. I mean, it it's I don't even know how, how to describe it. It's weird. Like everybody should just want to be healthy and shouldn't, nobody should worry about the fact that it's a, a vaccine, hmm. but th there are certainly things in my past that, you know, secretly I keep to myself that I think in the back of my mind, oh, well, you know, maybe it was okay. Issues in my life, maybe, you know, political stuff, maybe discrimination because of my disability. So everybody has those second thoughts in, in, in the back of their mind, but um, the other thing that I believe in that I that I teach my students and that I, I because I'm an English as a second language teacher online. It's a bit of a long story. But one of the things that I teach and one of the things that I believe in my heart and soul and being is that really karma is a bitch. So if you you know, if you're if, if you're going to tell someone that we're going to we're, we're going to help you and you know, you're going to hurt them. It'll hurt you a lot worse than you just hurt them. If you know in your heart that you're going to help someone like we're helping, we're helping Johnny tonight. Hmm. Well, that's definitely going to help. That's going to help both of us. So I truly believe in that. You know, I, I really, I really hope that to be true. I was at a, I was at a, a, a doctor's appointment or do, I was speaking with a doctor, several of them, like a few, few weeks ago, various issues. Obviously the vaccination and the virus issue comes up. I say, you know, doctor, you know, you know, doc, Dr. Jones, Dr. Smith, let's say, you know, Dr. Smith, what do you think um, should I, should I get the, should I get the vaccine? It's a bit of a long story into my disability, but actually I do have pre-existing medical conditions and that's, you know, but then they were saying, well, yes, of course you should when it comes out in, in April. And then, <clears throat> um, I, I, it's a matter of interest. I live with my parents and my brother and then my, my mother who was in the room. She, of course, she has her, like, like we all do. She has her preconceived, um, like opinion isn't the word, kind of what you were saying, her, 
like in the back of her mind, her fears, I guess, is not, not skeptical. Fear. Yes, she's yes, skeptical. Yes, yeah, skepticisms. And then she's like, well, how are they going to keep keep it cold? And how are they going to keep it safe and all that for pay? And then the doctor's answer was perfect. He said, well, I would certainly hope that the, these companies are going to be sending around representatives to make sure that this process is done safely and perfectly. Because boy, oh boy, in my mind, I'm thinking now, boy, would it suck? Would the karma really suck if I was the CEO of the company who didn't do that right? And then something mm. did happen. You know, mm. no, I mean, you're, you're right. You're, you're, you're right to be skeptical and, and everyone should be skeptical. But I've spoken to a lot of doctors in just in general about it. And they seem to all think that, yeah, you know, this isn't a perfect thing, but probably in this case, this is the type of vaccine that we need, we need to be accepting of. But you guys do your research. Please do all of your research, you at home. Please do all of your research and decide if it's good for you. I don't know, but I'm, 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 I'm just saying, I, I, I do understand, but that is an important thing to talk about, you know, how it affects mm -hmm. socially, the social impl implications of medicine and there's, you know. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, and what other, what, what other political stuff do you like to, do you like to get into with, uh, on, on your podcast? Um. I, I like to think about uh, life like chess pieces. Mm -hmm. You know, I like to think, I try to make an attempt to think of things from other people's perspectives and about the way they may perceive me and or interact and come at me. You know, I try to think of things from not only a man's perspective, but I'm like, okay, I'm a black man. Then I try to think of things from possibly a white man's perspective. Then I try to think of things from like a woman's perspective. And then I try to think of maybe if, if I'm violating a woman's space. So little things like that I like to think about. And I might have an example or I might just have a story about the day and I'll just break it down from little sectors like that. Hmm. Like, if that makes sense. Sure, sure. So what's a little, what's a little sector? That you've included on on, on 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 one of your episodes like a little story like i like to think of things like from different people's perspective like again if i go back to my experience as a security guard at the bank right right um down the street was the school district and if you if you haven't noticed women has taken over the workforce right <laughs> women are taking over and i don't mean that in a bad way i don't mean that in a bad way uh, I mean that in a very uh, optimistic and enthusiastic way. Uh, when I graduated 2000, uh, when I graduated from college and got my bachelor's degree, most of the graduates, my classmates, uh, long lines of women. And I was like, wow, look at all these women going into the, the workforce and they're ready to, you know, work and build this country and, you know, show, show out. Uh, when I, various jobs I've been to, I noticed a lot of supervision is, is, is women, like women are holding down the workplace, at least if I could speak for New York, if you will. Um, so the school district is right down the street from the bank. You see a lot of professional women, a lot of uh, administrative workers, uh, school centuries, teachers, uh, paraprofessionals, if you will. Uh, and between, before they get to, it's a distance between the parking lot to where they park at you pass the bank up, you passed up a couple restaurants and then down the block, a couple blocks down is the school district. So they have to walk a great distance between the parking lot and then the school, uh, school district. So like I said, down, it's downtown. So, you know, we have a little bit of every 
everybody down. It's very diverse. You know, you got your high class people, you got your lower class people, you know, uh, you got your employed people, you got your unemployed people. Uh, so what I noticed was a lot of women when they were parked down the street in the early mornings, because the bank opened about about nine and the school district staff started going down there about nine, nine thirty. So, you know, you have random homeless guys that, you know, will make things look a little, it wouldn't be, you know, not saying they were guilty, but it would make the vibe look a little off. It would make the vibe look a little off. So what I noticed is the women, they will walk from the parking lot through the bank, down the street, they'll have their cell phones on. Uh, they, they, I mean, they, they would be speaking into their cell phones. They had their cell phones, uh, purse clutch really close. Uh, to keep them busy, you know, rather they be in the phone with somebody. Like, I feel like this is the defense mechanism. This is a way for them to block off, to prevent, to steer away, you know, catcalling from certain guys. But I noticed that their phone, a lot of women had that same pattern repeated over you. Like, I'm on my phone, leave me alone. Uh, And they go straight from the parking lot, straight to the school district, you know, to be safe. And the reason why, you know, you you would draw that, you'd be like, why would you make that assumption? Because um, I actually had a, a incident where a young woman was very afraid. She she she, I, she possibly could have possibly jumped the gun, but she was so afraid and anxious that she actually ran to me to my post, knowing that I was inside the vestibule, saying that she felt like a man was following her. So there was like a high sense of anxiety on these women uh, that you know. You could just sense on them, if that makes sense. Sure. sure. <laughs> that was a long story. <laughs> in, well, see, and that's and it's interesting because you know I live in a rural community, a rural a rural place in the countryside somewhere, and oh. you know in my in my town, you know, we 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 have other we have other issues, uh, other other ways of acting, but these days people just stay inside a lot more, so we aren't really seeing you know, from, from the public perspective, like you, how things are really going, you know, on, you know, in, in, in these cities and, and that, that, that doesn't surprise me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and, um, well, okay. Um, did, did you ever, did you ever talk on, on your podcast about the guy who took the shit outside the bank? That guy? I don't know. I probably, <laughs> the reason I say, I don't know, I, sometimes with these raw takes, they're so raw. Yeah. I, I tell myself, don't, don't edit a thing. Cause maybe, maybe I, 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 I like to see, consider myself a visionary. I like to kind of see into the future. I kind of want to, whatever I built this brand into, I want to come back to it and hear myself in the, in the raw sense. And I want to hear my mistakes and I want to hear my naivete with some of my perspectives that I had and possibly could have changed within a certain time limit or a time space. So I was like, you know what? Uh, Let me, and I didn't want to take away, uh, I didn't want to take away anything that displayed vulnerability because there is a sense of power and vulnerability. Mm -hmm. There's a a sense Mm -hmm. of power. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And that's why this podcast is not edited either, because I want it to be a real conversation that I had with you or have with guests, 
where we're just really relaxed and we just have a really informed informed discussion that I think my audience and I hope yours would would eventually would you know would would push play on and 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 respond well to and that's mm -hmm. and that's what makes that's that's what I think builds the foundation of a strong podcaster like you or anyone else the ability to talk about any topic make it interesting and enjoy having a complex discussion I think that's what people really want to listen to mm -hmm. you know in in the community yeah cool cool yeah. what are your I have a couple more questions for you here. What are your interesting hobbies when you aren't, when you weren't or aren't working at the bank, if you are not listening to podcasts, what else do you do that I wouldn't expect you to do? Um, hobbies, strictly hobbies, right? Nothing, nothing like lifestyle, you know, we ain't gotta go into like family, wife and kids, nothing like that, strictly hobbies. Right, right. Uh, every, every now and then when I could keep myself uh, motivated and uh, I, I'm guilty, I, I fall off the uh the wagon i like to uh, lift weights every now and then nothing too crazy like bodybuilding but just lifting weights exercise uh, all right i could i could keep a good routine like i could keep a good routine going for like two months and then something silly would happen to where maybe i like sprain a joint or something or sprain you know and i gotta take some time off and then that kind of throw me off my flow but uh, exercise, and you know, it's also good for my stress as well. I notice when I exercise, I feel better. So I've just been incorporating that more into my daily, uh, you know, daily and weekly routine. Just try to make sure I get some sort of exercise, and um, it just it just makes you feel better. You know, I could tell when I, I haven't hit the bench press or did a you know did a few sets of push-ups. But uh, exercise, and then um, once upon a time ago, creative writing. You know. Call my as I, I once was an author in a past life. I guess you could say I still am. You know, uh, yeah. I, I hope you pursue that. I really hope you pursue that. And if you write a book, you should come here and read it for for our audience and promote your book if you can do that. I would support that. Thank you. Oh, that's awesome, Aaron. Yeah, yeah, really, really would. And and in addition to being awesome, it's 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 truthful. It's not it's not just a fake offer. It's a real one. You write a book, come on over here and talk about it. I would love to. I would love to hear it. You know, right. yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, so, so good. So good. Um, well, you know, we've come, come to the part of the show. This is where, by the way, this is my favorite part where I, I'm able to really ask um, a great question to a guest. Um, good heavens. Hold on, get this. Okay. Sound like, what's that, a robot, man? That is, <laughs> that is voice, that is voice over on the iPhone, uh, chattering away there. Um, we've come to the portion of the show towards the end before we give our final words, where I, I always love this question. If you can ask me only one question to really, really make me sweat, what do you really want to know about me? If I could ask you one question, any question. Correct. You, Aaron Pittman, I mean, <laughs> Aaron Pittman, Aaron Richmond. <laughs> If I could ask Aaron Richmond one question. Why, why are you laughing? <laughs> if you could ask me one question, yes. What, what, what would you ask? Now you said that was your phone you had, right? Yeah. How many holes do you have in your phone? <laughs> Zero. <laughs> <laughs> That's, 
that's a pretty that's an inter that's an that's an interesting question. <laughs> oh sorry, man. I just <laughs> I had to think you, about it, man. <laughs> usually, well, that's that's well, yeah. Usually, people ask me a question more about philosophy, but okay, <laughs> no, comedy, no. comedy, work. all right, all right. I I I get it, I get it. So you know after they heard all of everything that you've to told us this evening about all the crazy stuff that you've been through in life. Um, if someone wants to listen and please do, by the way, guys at home, if, so when you want to listen to, to your podcast, um, WNY Johnny podcast, where, where can they find you? Give yourself all your plugs and all of your, your in, info to contact you and all of that. Yep. Uh, thanks Aaron. Yep. It's just simply WNY Johnny uh, you can go to facebook.com slash WNYJohnnyPodcast and then just go to YouTube, hit that search bar, WNYJohnnyPodcast. You'll come up with the Raw Tape series. You can listen to the Raw Tape series on YouTube, on my Facebook page, on my website, WNYJohnnyPodcast, Western New York. Johnny, that's where I am, man. That's who you are. <laughs> Wonderful. Fantastic. And if you guys want to get in touch with me, I forgot to mention it at, at the beginning, so I'll mention it now. Um, this was another exciting, very interesting, as always, every episode is very interesting episode this evening um, with Johnny from WNY Johnny Podcast. And of course, I'm Aaron Richmond from Aaron's Opinion right here. One two four zero six eight one nine eight six nine. Call or text. Don't get too excited. It's not my real number. Aaron's opinion six at gmail.com. Thank you for me. If thank you for emailing me, someone out in the audience did send me an email. Thanks for that. So it does work. Aaron's opinion six at gmail.com. Don't forget, follow us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, YouTube, and of course, consider being a patron on my Patreon page. Johnny, I wish you the very best of luck in all of, in every one of your episodes on your podcast. I guarantee you're going to love my WhatsApp group. All right. Aaron. And, Aaron. and I guarantee that you're, you are, I promise you, you're welcome on Aaron's opinion. Aaron. I wish you, yes. Oh, 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 I'm just saying Aaron, I'm cheering you on as you speak. I'm loving everything you say. You can keep, keep speaking. I'm saying Aaron, Aaron, Aaron. Oh, okay. I see. I see. I see. <laughs> well, good. Well, in that case, in this case, let's, let's get, let's get you, let's get you some more help in your podcasting by basically ending the episode right here. Um, I think we've, we've, you got your, we got our crazy stories, our philosophy, the history. I think that was a great episode. All right, everybody. Stay safe out there from all over the world. As I like to say, I wish you all very good health. Thank you. Yeah. Very good health to, to you all. And as I like to say on this podcast, help one person today, help one million people tomorrow. <laughs>